Hi, I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Sales is Easy podcast. I audaciously claim that sales is easy if you just know how, and I am here to show you how. On this podcast, I'm going to be talking all things sales, getting more leads, following up, closing the sale down, upselling, downselling. I'm going to be chatting to people about their business and how they do sales, different strategies and different opinions. So let's get started and let's get selling. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sales Is Easy podcast. This week's episode is all about how you can get more leads into your business. But before we get started with that, let me tell you about my first sponsor. In fact, I'm going to ask you a few questions on behalf of this sponsor. Are you tired of falling short in your direct selling business? Know that it's silly season, but at a loss as to what you should be doing. Well, it's time for a change. Meet Suzanne Pittman. She helps direct sellers and network marketers to grow their business with simple, easy tips. With 22 years of experience, Suzanne has transformed hundreds of businesses, turning dreams into full-time incomes. Join the free masterclass, Autumn Awesomeness, and unlock your business potential. Just check out the link in the show notes. Let's get cracking with this episode, how you can find more leads in your business. I honestly believe, well, it's not even a case of me believing actually, I know that you are currently surrounded by leads. You're surrounded by leads, but often we don't realise this. And it's actually the one of the biggest problems that people come to me with. You know, if only I could get my sales funnel full of leads. I'm fine with um, turning my leads into customers. Like I close all my discovery calls out and I don't have any problems with um, turning leads into clients. My biggest problem is that I don't have the leads in the first place. That's what people say to me all of the time. But the truth is, I don't think people are looking hard enough for leads. Leads are all around us, they're there all of the time. We just need to open our eyes and look for them. Now, if you've read my book, you'll know there's a story in there about a white feather, which is a very unusual story, not the sort of vibe that I usually go for, but I went to um, a retreat, quite sort of a spiritual retreat, if you will, um, a couple of years ago. And it was all about the universe and all about vibrations and that sort of thing. And that night when I went to sleep, it was a two day retreat. In the middle of the of the two days, we um, stayed over in a hotel. And I, I was literally saying out loud, like, if there is such a thing as the universe, if the universe has my back and is looking after me at all times, then, then show me, show me, send me a sign, send me something. And the whole of the next day, I'm looking out for a sign everywhere. There must be one somewhere. And um, eventually, when I left the retreat to go home back to the station, I got in a taxi. And from the hotel to the taxi, there was like a perfect line of white feathers. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, And then (laughs) I was like, no, that can't be it. That's too weird. That's too weird. Um, Universe listening, if... 
If it is a white feather that you're showing me to show that the universe is real, then show me another one. And white feathers just kept showing up for me. And look, I don't know what you believe in. Maybe you believe in the universe, maybe you don't. It doesn't really matter. I think what I believe to be true is that if you look for something, you will find it. And I was looking for something and I found the white feathers. And ever since that day, white feathers have shown up for me over and over again. I spot them all of the time. But I think if I look for white feathers, then I'll find them. And it's the same with the sales in your business. If you look for sales, you'll find them. If you look for leads, you'll find them. But the truth is that a lot of us are actually closing our eyes to our leads, okay? So, pens at the ready. If you're driving, you'll have to take a mental note. Here is where we're gonna start looking for leads. Now, if you're just starting out and you're like, hey, Charlie, I don't even have a social media following. I don't have anything. We have all got something. We have all got something. Write down 10 people who come to your head straight away who could be leads who could be leads. So if this was me, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking 10 people who have got a small business, got a business that they need help with the sales. Who could those 10 people be? Now, if I was just starting out in my business and I hadn't grown a social media following yet or anything like that, I'd be thinking, what 10 people do I know who run their own business or who do I know who knows a lot of people who run their own business. Because you can always ask for the referral as well. Hi, I'm looking for people to help them with the sales in their business. Do you know anybody who's struggling at the moment with the sales? If you can ask someone that question, then they are gonna be able to help you find more leads, then that conversation is worth starting. So it might not always be that the direct leads are there, but there are leads all around us because people can connect us to more leads. So write down 10 people who you could send a message to who you know would be the right demographic to buy from you. If you can't think of 10 people, think of 10 people you could ask who might know one person like that. The other thing we can do is look where our last 10 leads came from. Write down the last 10 people who bought from you. Where did those people find out about you? And if you don't know where they find out about you, then that is really, really vital information that we're missing. Because if we know that out of the last 10 leads, five of them came from Instagram, three of them came from Facebook and two of them came from LinkedIn. We know that our social media game is strong and what can we do to multiply that? I'm always looking at what is working at the moment to bring those leads in and how we can amplify that so that we multiply our leads. And so if that was the case and I knew five people had come from Instagram, five people, uh, three people had come from um, Facebook and the other two from LinkedIn, I'd be thinking, what can I do to increase my reach? 
Can I create more content? Can I start more conversations on social media? Can I do paid ads? What can I do with what I know is already working to multiply that? I usually start with organic leads um, because I actually think we need to get something working organically before we put any spend behind it. That's my, my own personal opinion. Generally, you know, if it is that you've got a lot more money than you have time, then it might be worth putting um, some spend into Facebook ads and Instagram ads. But generally, when people start out, they have more time than they do money. And therefore, they're going after organic leads. So I'm going to tell you some of my favorite places to find my organic leads. Of course, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, threads, TikTok, whatever you like. Social media, there are leads there waiting for us. Email marketing, creating an email list, mail mergers, sending mail through the post. When I started back in 2011, everyone was doing it. No one's doing it now. Old school marketing, personal outreach, chat bots and live chat, lead magnets, networking, referrals, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, blogging, PR, online communities such as Facebook groups, local advertising, webinars, workshops and challenges, free events, charity events, text message marketing, WhatsApp marketing, video marketing, tips and tutorials to showcase what you do, partnerships, joint ventures and collaborations. I just made a quick list of some of the things that I have done over the last three years that have worked for me. And even when I was writing down all of these things that I have tried before, I'm like, hmm, I should do that one again. I should do more of that. I should try and do more of that. Because there's more that we can all be doing. So often people say to me, Charlie, I have tried everything. Everything? Have you tried everything? Every single thing? Because if you have, if you can honestly look me dead in the eyes and tell me you have tried every single thing as much as you possibly can, then one of two things is wrong. Either your business idea isn't viable or your messaging is out of control. Crazy doesn't hit your ideal target market. But I think for most of us, the truth is we haven't tried everything. There's more we could be trying. So split your next piece of paper into three. What's working, what's not working, and what haven't I tried yet? And start brainstorming those three lists. With the stuff that's working, we know we're going to amplify that list. We're going to do more of that thing. Why wouldn't we? It's working, right? We want to do more of the stuff that's working. The stuff that's not working. So let's say that you've taken one of those and it's not worked. So I've tried influencer marketing, but it's not worked. Okay, great. That's not working for you at the moment. So we're going to put it on the back burner. But that doesn't mean that we won't come back to it later on. Because here's the thing. The world is constantly changing and evolving. And what used to work might not work anymore. But it, not to say that it won't work in the future. Like I was saying about mail mergers, back in 2011, 
everyone was doing them, so they were less effective. But imagine now, imagine as a consumer, if you received some bulky mail or even a handwritten envelope through the post, that would absolutely stand out from the crowd because nobody else is doing it. So it's really important that we keep a check on what have we tried in the past that hasn't worked that we might want to try again. And sometimes the things go from what is working to what's not working because what's working now wasn't necessarily what was working six months ago. Then the last column, what haven't I tried yet? Maybe the list that I just read out is a little overwhelming and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start. That's okay. We can't do everything all at the same time. So we're gonna write a list of all the things we haven't tried yet and next to each thing, write a month. And that is the month we're gonna try it. And so let's imagine we're doing PR in September. We're gonna try local advertising in October. We're gonna try network marketing, network marketing, affiliate marketing rather, in November. We're gonna try networking in December. We're gonna try these things for 30 days and then at the end of the 30 days, we will um, see if it either goes into the yes, it worked column or the no, it didn't work column. And we're not gonna get overwhelmed by the amount of things we haven't tried. So let's look at our current leads. So that's how to get new leads in, get them to being leads in the first place. But what about our current leads that we have? What can we do to make our current leads buy more? The first thing that we need to do is when we're creating our offers, we need to make sure that our offers are really, really attractive so that people want to buy them. And if you look at all the things that you have on offer at the moment, there'll be some things that are more attractive to buy than others. It might be to do with the offer itself, it might be to do with the messaging around the offer. But the way that we can make our current leads buy more is by making our offers more attractive. So you might need to change up the messaging or change up the offer a little bit. Changing our messaging overall, over you know our whole business, like this change in my podcast from the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast to Sales is Easy podcast, that's a lesson in messaging. My ideal clients didn't recognize themselves as entrepreneurs. And yet I called my podcast, the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. It didn't make any sense. I was running this podcast talking about sales because that's my area of expertise, but, but it didn't make any sense. So we should always be working to improve our messaging, but improving our messaging is definitely going to help our leads buy more as well. Make the outcomes more compelling. Really tell your, um, potential buyers, what they are going to get by buying from you. What transformation will they see? And hook them in with your messaging as well. So telling them about the transformation, that's one hook. What are the results that they're going to see? How's it going to make them feel? How will it raise their status? All of these things are going to hook them in and make them excited to find out more. And that's what we really want to do. So go away, go away from this episode and really have a little think about what you can do 
to get more leads into the top of your funnel and also to convert the leads that you have currently got into buy buyers. And not just buyers, we want raving fans who buy from us time and time again. Now the next episode is all how to make more sales. So this one was just focusing on getting the leads in and the next one is focusing on making the sales and making sure that those raving fans do buy time and time again. So once you've done the the exercises in this podcast, make sure you tune in to the next episode which is gonna tell you exactly how you can use them to make more sales. I'll see you in the next episode. This episode is sponsored by Laura Gowers, who is the founder of This Is Dyslexia, an award-winning assessment and support service for adults and children. Laura is a dyslexia assessor and campaigner who passionately believes that there needs to be more support for those who are diagnosed with the condition, no matter what age they are. You can find out more about Laura and her work on her website, www.thisisdyslexia.co.uk.